Match Day Live Extra from the uh, Amex Community Stadium in the South Coast where Brighton beat Wolves by six goals to nil. We're not going to run through the goals because it would take too long. Uh, we don't want to be here any longer than we need to be. I'm Mikey Burrows, Andy Thompson alongside me. Um, simply to say, actually, that the manner of the goals they conceded uh, in this game, Andy Thompson, um, is, is more than concerning, yeah. I think. We had a big win on Tuesday night, a huge victory. It was a good performance. They kept a clean sheet. And that is a context that we need to lay out before we get into anything about this game. That Wolves have won three of the last four, kept clean sheets in three of those games, and those nine points have gone an awful long way to getting Wolves to a position where they are on the verge of safety, not quite there yet. However, the performance today compared to those home performances thoughts yeah that's what's got to change the performance is the problem for me um, don't get me wrong I'm saying I was just about to say I ain't got a, a problem as such as losing games but it's the manner that we lose games and and today like I've I've, ne- I've never seen the, cell- the the way that we've gone about there where we we've made mistake after mistake and I'm not just talking about just about your passing. About your, it's it's everything throughout the game. Just making a catalogue of of mistakes and making it easy for a, a team. Uh, and that was straight from was it two and a half minutes? So we, we won nil down after about two and a half minutes, and it, it and it and it just continued throughout the game with uh, giving the ball away cheaply, putting ourselves in trouble. So look, and again, I'm not just going to pinpoint one player because it was it was a collective of everybody on there. The manager could have made five changes in in the end when he brought Traore on, but he he, could, he probably felt like he wanted to set the whole team off. But like it was just just the way it was. It was too easy to pass, no closing down, no putting pressure on the ball, not stopping the cross. Look, say it's it's endless. It, it it wasn't a good day. It wasn't a good day for Wolves today. And and that's the element, isn't it? That there are basic basic points of playing football at any level of the game, whether you're playing on a Sunday morning with the kids, whether it's Saturday afternoon, pub leagues, whatever it is, you talk about basics of defending, pressure on the ball, stop the cross. You've got to compete. Do not allow your man yeah. to set up to shoot. You've got to compete, and that, and that comes in different elements of the game. And, and, and I don't mean just competing just by kicking somebody or tackling somebody. I'm talking about competing with them, blocking them, uh, stop the cross, stop the pass, put pressure on the ball. So it's it, it's just something that we just haven't competed throughout that game against Brighton. They won, and we will say you got to win your own little battle. We've lost in every battle today, in 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 all different forms of it. And you know, I was just thinking when you were saying that, then I wouldn't have minded if someone had gone and kicked a yeah, few Yeah, exactly. And that's and I tell you what, I'm not just saying me, but like. When, when you get frustrated as players, you try and take it out on somebody else. And I'm surprised that somebody just didn't go through somebody else or give somebody a kick or was late on the challenge. But we were that far off the players. We weren't even able to do that. And, and that was the problem. It, it is a problem. It is a problem that the way that we played in that game and the way that we can we went about the game, because um, we're watching it and, you, and, and things were just happening and materialising in front of our eyes there. The bypassing people, the passing it and you're going well he's not even putting pressure on the ball yeah. he's not even tracking a runner he's not even putting pressure 
to, to make somebody make a mistake. We didn't do anything today to force the hand of Brighton. We didn't do anything to pressurise them to making a mistake or giving us the ball or whatever. They found it, watching that game, very comfortable today. And there will be supporters in that way end and supporters who've watched and listened at home, at work, wherever they are, who will be screaming at us now, Tomo, and saying, saying the point that... Just who takes responsibility? Is it the players them individually themselves? Yeah, looks because like you say, when you've got somebody who is not prepared or doesn't seem switched on to go and chase with a runner, to go and just put yourself about, put a challenge in, go and put some pressure on, see if you can force a mistake, anything, rather yeah. than standing and watching the play, who takes the responsibility look, for that? So, look, look so the, the players should take the responsibility because they're the ones who are on the pitch and, and it's happening too. But you know as good as me. So the, the book ends with the managers, isn't it? So look, at the end of the day, he's come in, um, he's changed things around. And I said like after Tuesday's game that where we were at, uh, going into the World Cup break um, and everything else and what he's done. And look, he, and he has done well to get us in the position where we are. But he'll, he'll be disappointed. And, and again... I'm going to keep saying it. He's very animated on the touchline, usually. Once those goals in, it's as if like he's gone, I've, I've made all my subs, uh, or I've put the majority of my subs on, and it still hasn't, hasn't worked. And, and like you can put it down as a, 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 one of those days, but it was just the manner that it was, it was yeah. happening. And, and that's the problem. And that'll be the, that'll be the problem with the manager. Cause he'll, he'll, he'll have his staff... Um, either on the couch, walking tonight, because he'll remember that for a long time. That 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 hurt, well, it should hurt yeah. as it's gone on, but he'll think, is there anything that, if, if things going through his mind as a manager, he'll think that there's things going through his mind, what could I have done different? And, and that'll be the thing for him today. I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think there were two elements to it. Take aside the fact that those selected um, played really, really poorly. Uh, and there were people sending messages in. I'll get to your messages in a minute. Please do keep them coming at Mikey Burrows on Twitter. Uh, use the hashtag Wolves Live. Um, but the, it, the, there should be some questioning of, of the team selection because clearly they made changes for this game. Um, Xao Gomez came in to start. Pedro Neto came in to start. And they tweaked the shape. So we've had this kind of loose 4-2-3-1, 4-4-2 for a couple of games now. And it whether whether they were trying to do that at the start with Jao Gomez playing in a kind of a wider role and Neto, I don't know where it was, or whether it was a 4-3-3. Clearly they thought they, there was something they could do to try and counter what is a very good Brighton team. Let's oh, I, said, I said if we come away, I said at the beginning of the show, if we can come away from anything from this game today, we would have done well. Because yeah. they're a very good side. They've, they, they've played really well this year. Um, and they've, they've caused big problems for the even the big boys. Um, playing against them. They're a very good side. They're a very good side. So, But clearly the, clearly they thought there was something that they were doing with the team selection beforehand. Now, it's not, you know, people know I don't normally criticise very much, but I'm not really going to get in trouble from the fact we lost 6-0 to say it didn't work. Right? And and they were changing, Tom was laughing, because they were changing the formation <laughs> of the first half, so it didn't work. It clearly no, didn't it, work. It, it, well, it's not a revelation. 6-0 tells you everything, doesn't it? Yeah, and, you know, 4-0 at half-time, it didn't work. Yeah. Um, that happens, though, doesn't it? That happens. Of course it does. It, it can happen. I played in the game where we've lost 5-0, and that was at home, I think it was to Barnsley, at home. 
and it was just one of those days where nothing went right. Um, he couldn't even pass the simple as the ball. Whatever reason, it was just one of those. Days. And look, it happens to us all. It's the way that now that they react as a team, a squad, and as a club into the next game. Because the next game is a totally different game, the Villa game. For so many different things. Local derby, it's coming against Villa at home. And I know we've got great fans who have travelled away today, but you've got 31,000 people in there on, at the weekend. They won't accept that at, at all. And as you said, so it, it can become very toxic. If, 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 it's, if they do a performance like that today, uh, and again, Villa are a team who, who in a great vein of form, they could cause us big problems. But again, I'm, I'm hoping that players are going to bounce back next week and think, hang on a minute, disappointing last week, we're going to make sure that we rectify it. And, put it on. and what they've got to do, they've got to just do the things right. They've got to compete. They've got to go out there and have a go at them. And there's no better game for me after the back of that than a local derby game. If you're in that dressing room, what what happens in terms of, um, or what should happen? Because I, I take the point you were saying in commentary about you know Lopetegui, the way he responds. And, and there is a position where we have to look at this and say, this is not Julian Lopetegui's team. There were some players who came in in January and good players who've made a difference to what we've yep. done. But this is not his team. And we know that there are going to be big changes in the summer ahead. But so when you're in the when you're in this situation now, is it down to the manager to point fingers and call people out? Or do you kind of sit back and hope that the players do no, it uh, and get it out of their system now? Yep. Because let you know, some people would make them sit down and watch it. Some people would say, Right, we move on from this as soon as we leave as soon as we get on the coach, we yeah. have to forget this but, game. But the thing is though look you want to, you feel like putting the blame on somebody. You don't want it to be a blame culture. You don't want it to be going in there and just ripping the hell out of everybody, where it's where there's a big problem. But there's got to be fingers pointed. The players have got to do it all themselves. Don't get me wrong. The manager's going. I'm sure the manager's going to have a go at some of the players, but um, maybe he might just not have a go today. Watch things over and look at things, and then try to do it where because like that initial thing, his blood will be boiling. His blood will be boiling as a manager uh, and the way that things have gone. But you would hope that some of the players would point the finger. Is that the kind of dressing room that Wolves have got? I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of the dressing room. Uh, but I've been involved in uh, in some dressing rooms where there has been some players that have pointed the finger, had a go, um, and verbally, a little bit physically as well sometimes. And I think sometimes it just needs something like... I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to condone somebody having a fight and doing that, but yeah. sometimes it's, things have got to be said. Things Sometimes yeah. some thing, things have got to be put into place. And I don't know if Wolves' dressing room is like that. Because I, 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 I don't know the insides and outs of the Wolves' dressing room at the minute. But there is nothing wrong with a constructive argument or a constructive thing, having a go at somebody if you're trying to do the best thing for what yeah. you're trying to get at the end of the day. I, I always, because the reason I ask, I always go back to one, because um, before, obviously, the media team grew, before coverage of Wolves grew, um, part of my role, we used to go down and, and do the post-match interviews, and, and we actually would be in the tunnel and get the players out of the dressing room to go and do the interview. And I remember a game away at Sheffield Wednesday at Hillsborough, where Wolves had been particularly poor, and I think they might have lost five on the bounce, and things were going badly. 
And I remember being outside the dressing room and hearing it. And there was a moment in there where Kenny Jackett, the manager at the time, basically said to those players, you've heard from me week you after sort week. It. You sort it. And nobody said anything until Grant Holt. And I, this is the reason why I always kind of defend Grant Holt to Wolves fans and talk about yeah. it. Because Grant Holt stood up and said, you know what? I'm only here on loan. I sent, <laughs> you know, I've got nothing to lose. Yeah. And, and he called it out and he pointed fingers and it kick-started it. And yeah. other players joined in. And, it, and from that point on, they went on a run. Yeah. And they got themselves out of it. And obviously, we wouldn't be here if that kind of thing hadn't have happened at the time. But it's got to be. It's look. You, but it's players taking responsibility for telling them, telling their mates. Yeah. That's not on. Yeah, of course. At the end of the day, because the end of the day, it it, it it can't be a personal attack on somebody else. It's got to be like a personal attack on the whole of the of the, of what's gone on. So look, and and by people um, not doing the jobs, not tracking runners, and and look, that's what. It, look, I know that. You would hope that the players know what they've done wrong, but sometimes you have to. It has to be like a reality check with them. That hang on a minute, have you just been playing in that game where we are and what's gone on and who's done that? Why have you done that and, and so on? And sometimes just and they will get heated. Mm-hmm. Well, it should do if the if the care and it's all about that care. Well, they all want the same thing. They all want to get it right. Um, but you you would hope that that it it is done in the right way. That it is done. Where you're looking at the best about what you want, not just a personal th- attack on people, but what it is that you want. You want the biggest thing of all to make sure that we're all pulling the same way, and th- and th- and today we weren't. We were we were all over the place today. We we, we it was too easy. I, like I say, I haven't seen a performance like that from Wolves for a, a long time, and as I said to you, I've been involved in performances like that where it's difficult, uh, as I mentioned about the Barnes game. And it's the way that you react after the next. The next game is going to be massive, and they say like, and there's nothing better than a local derby to give you a, a, a kick up the backside, basically. Well, yeah. M. Andrew says uh, unprofessional today, embarrassing to the fans. This must not happen again. Villa will be licking their lips, uh, suing Will and all. Will or will they? Because they, like they think, hang on a minute. Well, that, that, yeah, there has there, to be a response. Yeah, there is to be. Uh, Suing Willenor says, struggling with this one, Mikey. They were so poor from the off. No pace, sloppy passes, and lack of interest. Can't explain it. Uh, Rob says, this is now where the manager earns his corn. How you turn this performance around. Shoehorning centre midfielders into the team clearly isn't working. Only bright spot briefly today was Neto. Uh, Dave says, for this season, we just have to fight and hang in there. It's next season where we must go into the transfer market and try and find first a number nine and all of the p- positions. Uh, we must strengthen all over the field, build a squad that scores goals. Andy says it was awful to listen to. I'm sorry, Andy. Um, I've never heard <laughs> such a poor performance. I can't work out how this is the same team that beat Liverpool 3-0. The only positive thing I can think of is it's not like football during lockdown with empty stadiums. Uh, Ray says, I've just watched it and it was a disgrace. Can't remember seeing one player chase for the ball. I can see a few leaving in the summer if they find a club to take them on. That's showing. Uh, Helen says, very lacklustre. In first gear, most of the match, and sometimes in reverse. If they don't get themselves up, then let the under-23s play. They would at least put up a fight. Fans should be reimbursed for that disgrace. And uh, one more that says, we must just fight to hang on this season. Next season, we have to hit the transfer market. Um, just a final point before we finish. It is Aston Villa next weekend. 
it is a bit worrying, let's be honest. How many changes could you envisage them making? Because there's, there's a different couple of options I'm going to give you. Option one, you send pretty much the similar team back out there to say, it's up to you to put it right. Option two, you completely change it. Well, option one, I don't think you'll put the same team out. Um, I think it'll be a mixture of each of the options that you've said that he is going to change things. Um, look, it's a massive week on the training grounds, isn't it? It's a massive week to see how... Look, he's got to lift the players up. He's got to lift the players up. He, he, he can't keep um, bringing back on it because he's got another game next week and a big game. Uh, so, at the end of the day, he's, he needs his players behind him. He needs his players to perform for him. Um, but what he will do, uh, and, and I'm sure that he, he, he has got things in his mind already, um, he'll talk to his coaching staff, he'll talk to the players about what's going on. For me, apart from a few things, uh, maybe some of the uh, the mistakes in the game, I think that he'll, he wouldn't analyse that for long period. I don't think he'll watch all the game. That's what I mean. uh, well, I don't think he'll watch it with the players all the game. I wouldn't have thought so. Because at the end of the day, it, it, it'll be torture for them to watch that again. They probably should do, but it, but I'm sure that they'll feel bad about it on their own personal level playing in that game today. But what he has to do, he has to pick the players up. He has to pick the players up for next week, and he has to get the right team selection, and he needs to make sure that he's got a team that are going to compete physically and football-wise mm. uh, next week. Because... That's what they will give you next week. Villa will be physical. They are quality going forward. The scoring, they're on a rich vein of form at the moment. Stop it, Tom. I know, but if you don't compete against them, and that's, I'd, for me, I'd take a nil-nil against Aston Villa. But you've, if you don't compete against Aston Villa, you're going to get walked over like Brighton are going to say. So I would think that's going to be the least thing that they're going to do next week is that they're going to be at the races next week, I'm hoping. Tom, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure, Michael. It's always a pleasure seeing you, Michael. Well, <laughs> don't cry too loud. I think pleasure would be the word that anyone <laughs> would talk about from today. But um, go and enjoy your well-earned holiday. Thank you very much, and I'll see you next week. Yes. Cheers, pal. Yes, we'll, we'll go through some of the pain once more. Um, Wolves Weekly uh, will be with you in the middle of the week. Um, for some more reflections, having had a bit of time to look back on it and heard some of the post-match interviews as well. So have a look out for that. Um, and as I say, listen, yeah, no one ever said it's easy following Wolverhampton Wanderers. It is not easy. It is one of the most difficult things. The, to have the history of the club always be there in the background of your mind, in the background of the memories of, of everything that's gone beforehand. These have been some immense years, absolutely immense. And this team have given us some real joys. This is one of the undoubted biggest lows we've had in a long time. The massive job that is ahead of them now, and they will be aware of it, is to put things right. Not just because of the embarrassment of losing a game in the manner they did, but because they have let you down. You, the supporters, that pay your hard-earned money, that do everything you possibly can to be here in person or to tune in and listen and watch from wherever you are in the world and offer your support and your undying loyalty. 
and they have to make sure that you are properly rewarded. And that message will be key, and that message will be passed on. Try and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Put it beyond you. We'll see you soon.